Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. How much attention did you pay to Super Tuesday? If you did, you probably thought, at least by the coverage and maybe the conversations amongst you and your friends, that it was a Democrat day here in the state of Utah. We, certainly on these airwaves, uh, where the contest was, we were talking about uh, Sanders and uh, Warren and Biden and all the folks that had dropped out and changed their support and this and that. Uh, well, the real victor on Super Tuesday uh, was Donald Trump here in the state of Utah. Going to Utah, we're going to be doing something that the state of Utah and others have wanted to be done for many, many years. It will be one of the great, really, events in this country in a long time. So important for states' rights and so important for the people of Utah. Oh, what a group. We love Salt Lake City. We love Utah. You know, they didn't have me scheduled in Utah. I was going right into Phoenix. And I said, wait a minute. I want to go to Utah. What's going on with Utah? Based on what I see here, we might win Utah. You know, we have thousands of people. They really help people. Credible. After our visit, I can truly say firsthand that Utah's awesome natural beauty is exceeded only by the warmth and grace and hospitality of its citizens. This state has many natural treasures. Yes, please. Gary? How's it hitting Romney? You keep them. <laughs> we don't want them. Go ahead. Doing a great job in Utah, by the way. Go ahead, Gary. The Latter-day Saints, the job you've done is is beyond anything you can think of. 180 countries taking care of people the way you take care of people. And the respect that you have all over the world. And who is brilliant and who actually was deceived to an extent, comes from a great state, Utah, where my poll numbers have gone through the roof. And one of the senators' poll numbers, and not this one, went down big. You saw that? You saw that, Mike? But Mike Lee is a brilliant guy. All right. How about that little montage? Thanks to Gustavo for putting that all together. Uh, I asked him this morning, would you go take a look at all of the, the recent comments uh, in the past few years that uh, the president has made about Utah, come through the various visits? He, of course, came to visit to uh, roll back some of the uh, executive order impacts of uh, President Obama's uh, executive order over Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante. The reason I'm paying attention to uh, Trump and Utah right now is that uh, a new article out by Dennis Romboy. You can get that at our website, ksl.com. The headline reads, Bertie Sanders or Joe Biden? Question mark. The answer, Utah still picks Trump. On Tuesday, when the contest was not between uh, Republican candidates, it's a foregone conclusion. And it was uh, how the Republican vote was going to turn out on Tuesday. The real contest was among the Democrats. 
And Democrats certainly turned out. But you know who turned out? You know on Tuesday and Super Tuesday here in the state of Utah who received more votes than any other candidate regardless of party? It was Donald Trump. And that tide has been turning for some time. There were days where he was uh, had support in the in the forty percent and all that. Uh, in the midst of impeachment, though, we cracked fifty percent. Fifty three was the high water mark in the midst of the impeachment. And this new article out by uh, Dennis Romboy uh, paints an even uh, more positive picture of the reception that Donald Trump would receive here uh, in the state of Utah. And as I was reading that, I thought of uh, one person. That's Ron Fox, a good friend of mine. He is the state co-chairman uh, on the Trump campaign. And he is so much more, so much more than just the co-chairman uh, of this uh, endeavor to reelect uh, Donald Trump. He is a historian. He, As he sits right here across from me in the studio, he before him has uh, buttons from campaigns reaching back uh, all the way to Lyndon Baines Johnson. Uh, he has a binder full of ribbons dating back to the 1800s. If anyone understands presidential politics, specifically here in the state of Utah, it's Ron Fox, and he joins me now. Sir, how are you? Very well. Thank you, Lee, and congratulations on your show here at KSL. Thanks a lot. I'm still nervous. It's still something I'm getting a feel for, but uh, but I feel good, and I'm grateful and humbled uh, for the opportunity Grateful and humbled that you join me uh, today. Let me ask you this. These numbers, probably for you, a supporter of Donald Trump, uh, officially, aren't surprising. No, uh, I think that uh, you've seen his numbers increase in the state. I think that uh, with this turnout on the presidential primary, our first opportunity to be in a Super Tuesday gathering of states, uh, 89% is not bad. Not so bad, huh? Uh, And tell me, what does that 89% uh, refer to? What was the 89%? Well, we we had, you know, some opposition. There was two other uh, three other candidates running against him for president. Bill, Bill Weld, Weld, I think, ended up with six yeah. point something percent. Right. And he's got one delegate and Trump's got, uh, I think, eight hundred and thirty currently. OK. For right. the magic. A lot, number. a lot of ground to make up there for Mr. Weld. <laughs> yes, I would say so. <laughs> you need twelve hundred and seventy six uh, delegates to win the con- uh, the nomination. Before we get too far into this conversation of President Trump, uh, something struck me from the uh, Pete Buttigieg event of a few weeks ago. There was uh, the chairman of the Pete for President uh, campaign here from the state of Utah, a gentleman named Jade. He uh, said that Mayor Pete was evidence of Utah's willingness and desire to change from a red state to at least purple. I shook my head and I thought, how can that possibly be true? Uh, would you, sir, help help me understand the the history of the relationship between the Republican Party and Utah? It hasn't always been no. uh, as Republican as it is today. No, I keep telling people in 1916 there was only one Republican in both the House, the Senate, and in all federal congressional or statewide offices. One. Uh, so, no, it's been up and down, uh, like all things. Uh, but starting in 1964 was the last time a Democratic presidential candidate won with Lyndon Johnson. And it's been a primarily red state from that point forward. It was it was Brack Lee, I guess, was the first one, like in 1948, that started off the Republican run. Uh, Cal Rampton, of course, was a Democrat. But uh, it's been a good run since Norm Bangender. Yeah. There is a, a certain gentility to the Utah electorate, uh, that stemming in large part from uh, the, the association with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, they are a polite and kind uh, and meek people. Donald Trump is the opposite of that. How is he able to enjoy the support he does here in the state of Utah? I think it's by result. It, you know, I think he came here, and I happened to be present when he met with 
leaders from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints when he toured the bishop's storehouse. And uh, it was a cordial and friendly relationship there. I think that what you have to see is the man is getting things done. The economy is better than it ever has been. You've got the controversy, uh, whatever the the virus is. I can never sure, say. Corona. corona. COVID-19. COVID-19. That's easier to say. And uh, it's affected the stock market, but I think the stock market will readjust. And uh, I think that, you know, on the international level, he has not been afraid to address either our enemies or our allies as far as their position with the United States. A lot of times the United States was taken advantage of. And sometimes we were too kind and kind of bowed and walked away. You mentioned that meeting between President Trump and the leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and it, it struck me. Uh, we have just a, a moment left, but, but you, before we go to break here, could you uh, talk to me just for a moment about what that was like? It's a fascinating juxtaposition, the leader of, the, of a church here in Utah uh, meeting with someone of the disposition of Donald Trump. Well, it was a very fine meeting, and I've had the honor of taking three presidents in to meet with the president of the church, or in this case, President Nelson, who was uh, president of the Quorum of the Twelve and President Eyring. But it was a cordial relationship, and it was an educational that, uh, opportunity for the church to to share with them their vision and, and their mission with respect to the world. Fascinating. Ron Fox, sir, I'm grateful to you for joining me on the program today. Let's not let this be the last time you and I speak. You have a wealth of knowledge, uh, and I want to, if you'll allow me, to, to bug you from time to time and share it with the audience here on Live Mike. Happy to do so. Sir, thank you so much. In the next segment, we're going to turn our sights uh, away from the Republican Party over to the Democrat side of things. There's a new candidate for governor, uh, and I'm going to introduce you to him next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.